This your boy Savon checking in from the Living Room Podcast. And I got a brand new episode for y'all, the people, for the culture. Man, I got R&B royalty in here, man. He dubbed himself the Love King. I'm talking about R&B singer Raheem Devon. No other than Mr. Raheem Devon. And y'all check him out, man. He got a new album on the way and a single out titled Marvin Used to Say on all streaming platforms. So check in with us and see what we had to talk about, all right? We good? DJ Williams, what's happening, brother? Hey, how you doing, man? All is well. Appreciate you checking in with me here at the Live Room Podcast. People, we have Mr. Raheem Devon here, man. It's a pleasure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for your patience, man. It's been a drilling day. My, it started with it started with homeschooling my oldest, and it just threw off my schedule a little bit. So I appreciate your um your patience. Hey, no problem. No problem. I definitely know how it is with that whole COVID situation. Shook up yeah. the world, man. Indeed. So I see you got a new uh, a new single out here. Marvin used to say, I, I've listened to that joint a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I actually love it because um, it gives us what a lot of music is not giving us through uh, these trying times right now. Can you uh, just give me a rundown how you went about formulating that single and you know putting it out here for the people yeah for, for me i'll be honest with you like it, it kind of jumped i i go look sometimes i go looking for the inspiration or i kind of like channel it i guess you know what i mean and i know and i knew that that was a record that people were kind of waiting on for me probably most likely you know what i mean and um um it started out very organically Big shout out to Loverboy Vo, um, Mike Blaze, um, Desperados, just my allies, they out in North Carolina, up and coming producers, independent, nice with the pen, you know what I mean? So the record came across my entirety, wasn't fully complete, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I, I feel like there was something there and I felt like um, it was just, you know, it was, the, it was God moving, man. And they allowed me to to come in and, and co-write on the record and make it, you know, make it mine, make it authentic, make it something that that can, that, that can be like an anthem for the movement, and but also a tribute to Marvin, and you know what I mean, and 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 uh, and something that kind of like stick out in terms of like the resonates for Black music that when you look back on this time and time capsule, that'll be a record that was like yo that spoke to like what was going on right now. Um, just like Marvin, Marvin's record and, and his catalogs spoke to us 50 years ago, 60 years ago, you know, 70 years ago, um, even right now, that music is still so important, rich and, uh, and vibrant and authentic, you know? Most definitely, because that's one thing that's important about right now. Um, we have celebrities, we have athletes, um, social activists speaking about everything that's going on right now. It's just so much going on, but we have yet to really hear um, abundance of artists, you know, channel that within their music. We have some that, you know, that may have mentioned it, but we, we don't have that, like, that what's going on record, like that Marvin Gaye record of, of the time or whatever. And um, it's just it's just big um, that you went about doing it that way. And I really appreciate that from a consumer standpoint and from somebody who, who understands what's going on and and you being the voice for that at the moment. Shout it out to Mika Mallory, my son, you know, and other social activists and people involved with the movement 
Um, have you been in touch with them as far as joining them and what they have going on with their movement? We haven't we we we, we haven't spoken like directly, but I'm aware that they like um, some some of the some of the individuals that have even reached out like did like like uh, um, uh, some of the Muslim brothers that I mentioned at the end of the record. Um, they reached out like via DM or I see them follow me or like we post. I don't really do it for that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I obviously we connected, you know what I'm saying? So I mentioned them. You know what I'm saying? Like when I say that, like even even for the individual, I may not I don't I don't know all of them too well, but I know them enough where we we cross and pass them, but I know we kindred spirits, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't really do it for the more so like the shout out, but more so like to to let them know like you're not out here alone like you know what i mean everybody can't be um on the front line you know what i'm saying for a number of different reasons right whether it's you know you got a household that's affected by covid or there's health risks or concerns or you know um and to to see them put their life on the line um be away from their families their ch their children they're, they're making a huge sacrifice you know what I'm saying? They're, they're making those sacrifices that, you know, uh, the ancestors before us did. And they, and, they, and they all have very unique stories as to why they're doing it. So I wanted to, um, again, just acknowledge them. Um, and, you know, there's, there's other people I mentioned. There's an extended version of that song that's going to be on the album. You know, where I, I mentioned Trey the Truth, you know, out of Houston. I mentioned um, David Banner, who's a you know, somebody I love and respect as a brother, you know what I mean? Um, um, yeah, so it's, 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 it's one of those things, man, where um, music can be, can put a spotlight on, 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 on a movement. It can put a spotlight on a concern, you know? It can, you know, and it can be entertaining too, you know what I mean? Um, but everything can't be for the bag, for the look, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like this is this, this one here is for the movement, it's for the culture, this song in particular, you know? Most definitely. And I mean, this goes without saying, but pretty much with any movement, there is always soundtracks to the movement, different people that contributed. So even if you're not on the front line doing it, just you addressing it and putting that time stamp on it within the music, that's still important. Because if we go back and look in the history of things with uh civil rights and everything in that movement there were always music that was of the time so you know you're you having that record um i think um it shouldn't be minimized how important it is that you did do that you know yeah no doubt no doubt and and, and i've been doing it you know what i mean like shout out to everybody just jumping on board you know some some some, some there's that gray area where it can be kind of misconstrued some artists just kind of just jumping on the bandwagon you know you wonder how sincere it is and not sincere. Like at the end of the day, I don't think we can really question that. Like, I don't care. Like the fact that if you're taking that time to make a record or a tie that body of work or what have you, you know, um, for the movement to bring more awareness to what it is, you know, um, especially in this industry, you know what I mean? I'm sure it's not easy. I know, I know what I, I know what I encounter, what I've encountered or, or feel like I've encountered, you know, by, by being, you know, I've been on the front line. Ten years ago, I made a record called Bulletproof with, Lud with Ludacris, you know what I mean? It went on to be um, iconic. The entire album was nominated for a Grammy, the Love of War Masterpiece album at that time. And 
I was torn and conflicted when I put that out. This time I wasn't torn and conflicted. Like I knew what it was. Like I knew that it's needed. And 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 I and I don't have nobody to answer to. I'm my own boss. You know what I mean? So it's like if you you know, if you're here to be, you know, um just strictly entertained or you feel like the message is too heavy, cool, I get it. But the message is the message. The reality is we in happy times. You know what I mean? And um and uh you know I feel like there's some healing in there too, though, with it. You know what I mean? Because music has the ability to do that as well. Understood. Definitely understood. You mentioned a new album. Give me, give me uh some info about this new album you got. What a time to be in love. You yeah, know, for yeah, the R and B lovers out there, man. You got you got this new record. Tell me about it. Well, I say Marvin. Marvin used to say is is definitely the lead single, and it and it speaks to you know uh, the social climate. Of this country and the planet and and um but don't get it twisted it's a lot of records on here that you know um a lot uh, <laughs> there will be some land in spring there will be some there will be some beautiful babies born and conceived from this you know project and um on a serious note it'll be it, it, it's a, it's it's to really celebrate and push the narrative to continue to celebrate black love you know if you are in a great relationship and you know are you fighting for that love and you ain't tapped out or what have you like it's 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 there for you like i'm here for you i got you know you know what i mean and you can you can enjoy them back to back to back you know some 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 people call it a slow jam playlist i call it a laylist it's plenty of laylist music on here as well yeah, yeah. And, it's, and the album will be out november 20th the album will be out november 20th so november 20th. you can enjoy you know marvin used to say for now that's just an appetizer um and uh I'm real curious to see how it's going to be received, you know? Um, I, I feel like I, um, it's a lot of, if you, if, if you like the way I kind of put the phrasing and the words together, it's like definitely I, I was in my bag, like creating in the, in the, in the writing process. And definitely, definitely dig it. And we, we need that back in R&B. You know, it's, it's, just, it's a weird time for music and um, the way it's consumed as far as um, live shows and everything. And I know, you and your bag in your live shows. I told some ladies I was going to be interviewing you today, and they were like, oh, we love Raheem Devon. I seen him in this concert or this show. Yeah. And it's just like when COVID happened, it kind of slowed up that process for live shows. And I know that would have been great with this album coming out. How have you adjusted um, through this whole COVID situation and your creativity with music and everything? Well, for one, I, I never stopped doing shows, even when COVID hit. I've been doing online concerts. Um, um, to, to, to check one of those out or kind of know when the next one is, you can follow me, you know, for everybody watching the interview, you can follow me at stageit.com forward slash Raheem Devine 575. Again, that's stageit.com forward slash Raheem Devine 575. You know, create a profile page, um, you know, set your email up and everything, and you'll get an alert when I do an online concert, you know, um, live, live from the crib, you know what I mean? Um, you know, and, uh, uh, as well as I've been doing these uh, pull up, you know, the, the parking lot pull up concerts as well. I did my first one uh, with Music Soul Child uh, two weeks ago, two Saturdays I did ago. See the fly for that one. Yeah, and that was a great experience. We had over, we had four, over four, anywhere between 400 to 600 cars. 600 is a sellout, so we close to sold it out or it sold out, I'm not sure. Um, I just got confirmed for, for a pull up concert in Atlanta, ATL, for this month. Um, as well as uh, it's, I think they're working on Birmingham as well. So the phone's starting to ring for that type of thing. 
you know, um, great experience, you know, different, but, you know, I just quit and um, people would uh, definitely check it for it. It's, it's, uh, it's been interesting, you know what I mean? So it's like the, the parking lot, the parking lot concerts, that's what you're referring to for the yeah. future days. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen, I've seen how those joints are coming about. It looks, it looks um, not only interesting, but it kind of takes me back to like the college vibe for me because it's yeah. like people, people are not just sitting in their cars looking through the windshield. Oh, like, nah, nah. They it's all like, out with it. You know what it is? It's like a safe. It's like a. It's it's like a safe tailgate. Yeah, you know what I mean, because everybody's area is kind of like roped off. It's enough space in between the cars and the area. People jump out the car. And kind of get the you know get the get the get the tailgate on, you know mask up, um, that whole thing, and um, it's it's all good, man. And you know for people that don't want to jump out the car, it's a little too cold, you know they had it. You you can enjoy it through the windshield, and you can also turn your adjust your radio station to the, you know your radio to the to to the, to the, to the uh, you know station where you can hear the, hear the live concert. So it's dope, man. Dope dope concept. You know um, you never you never know what you're capable of doing and accomplishing. Until you put in a circumstance where you gotta, you know, uh, reinvent yourself and challenge yourself to be great. You know, even in the home and you know things I do at, at the crib. You know what I mean? Um, definitely, those have been fun as well. You know, to get to get, you know, people to a hundred, two, two fifty, two hundred fifty people to buy a ticket to see you online. Like that's big for me. You know what I'm saying? Like my max. Um, I've done a few online concerts. I got. I'm gonna be setting some dates for some new stuff. You know, waiting to see what happens with the second wave. Um, but people still want to be entertained. They need that sense of escapism and to be able to sell 200, 300 tickets. Um, and for people, or, you know, set your own ticket price and people cop a ticket and it's like, you know, they get dressed. I did the meet and greets. I do the meet and greets on the live after the show. You know, we jump on. They talk about the show experience. We're taking pics. I let them take the picture with the screenshot. Like, I really push it to the... Um, to the edge and have fun with it. You know, I'm still in love with what I do. And um, just because, you know, things are going on doesn't mean that, you know, you can't still work. You know what I mean? You still can't work and you still can't put a value to what you do and, and you know, and find a cool way to do it. Um, and the fans have been major supporters. So, you know, big shout out to Love Queen Nation and, um, and everybody that's been supporting the way, you know, during this time. Definitely, definitely. I Hey man, as a consumer, like I said, as a music lover, I appreciate all the different creative ways that you are, you know, giving back to the fans and making sure that, you know, we're still entertained because you guys have families and things that you all deal with throughout this uh, COVID situation and just still being able to to put that out there and um, give us the music that we all know and love is definitely appreciated. Definitely yeah. appreciated. Yeah, yeah. So, it's therapeutic. I realized during the process, like it's therapeutic. It hasn't only been therapeutic for them; it's therapeutic for me. You know what I mean? So it's fair exchange, no robbery. Appreciate it as well. So very dope. You know the funny thing about it, um, me and a lot of others we were first introduced to to you through your uh, single customer. Uh -huh. One of the best records um, mm -hmm. that I still listen to that just gives me that good feeling. And I did vibe is the record that you featured on for Game's album Touchdown. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And um, I wanted, I wanted to, I, I always want to ask about that. I said if I interview him, I want to uh -huh. ask him how did that come about because we don't see you uh, really collaborate with a lot of hip hop artists. Mm -hmm. And this is Game, the second album, what's coming off of um, 
a big a big record, and this one was going to be critically acclaimed. How did you all get together for that record around that time frame? Can you, can you, can you recall yeah, how that came me, about? For me, um, one of my homies, man, he he ended up doing like A and R for like for like he ended up working for Dre. He ended up becoming like an exec. You know what I'm saying? He's from Atlanta, and um, he had gave me a call. Signed to Eminem back in the day. He gave me a call, come out and, and, and work on Dre's album. Initially, I was out in LA to work for, work on Dre's album, and and, and 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 but they were working on on the game too. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so I pull up, you know, and I didn't know what it's like to work with Dre before. Like, you know, so I'm pulling up thinking like, all right, they called me and they got some. I, I got something they they missing something. I got what they need. And that, so first thing I do, I turn, I, you know, I turn to the homie and say, man, what I, right, so what Dre need for this album that he ain't got? And then he looked at me like, man, fool, he Dr. Dre. It ain't nothing he ain't got. He get to playing records, like unreleased stuff with like, ah, man, this dope joints, like joints that Jay wrote, like crazy. Right. Um, and, um, and, 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 and then, and then, you know, um, me and Chuck, the game, we, we clicked and it was like, yo, so we had kind of made a plan. We was gonna come, I was gonna come back the next day and just start banging on some stuff for him. And it, it happened real organic, man. You know, you go through some beats. I hear one I like, you'll pull that up. I go in, lay the hook. He went in, and I remember when he went in a booth and he and he and he and he, he started laying a rhyme and then he lit, he would leave the gaps and then he did the whispers. And I was like, yo. <laughs> I'd have never thought, you know what I'm saying? I would have never thought of that. I just thought that that was just like super creative, you know? And then he had, and then, and then, and then, and then the, um, the part when I step up in the club, you know, it's going down here tonight. He wrote that part. Like he wrote oh, that. You okay. know? Yeah, he was like, yo, I want you to, I want you to sing it. So it was cool, man. We was just like back and forth, you know, good vibes, trees was in the air, his homies in the air. I felt like right at, I, I, I felt right at home. You know, I come from humble beginnings. So um, I never, I never grew up around like gang culture, you know what I'm saying? But I felt at home, like I felt the love, you know what I'm saying? I knew I was safe, it had some pistols in there, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was cool, like you know what I mean. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a straight. It was the um, I love the West Coast, man. Like you know, you, you know what I mean. I love the artists. I love um the energy. You know what I'm saying. The energy just be like pure, and it's like um, you know, I think when I think of West Coast rappers, they're like the um, especially quote unquote like gangster rap. Like I was the guy that could that would listen like growing up. I'm listening to Public Enemy and then I'm popping in NWA. You know what I'm saying? I could I could pull from both and appreciate, get what I need to get from both. You know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, it's the fact, you know, they just hustlers, man. Like they, you know, out that that whole out the trunk mentality. You know what I mean? Like it was just like it was good vibes, man. You know what I'm saying? Working with them, um, working on that album, um, yeah, dope. So, because when I listen to that record, you would think. You would think that you would like, cause it channeled so much of the West Coast feeling. You'd be like, man, this dude from LA too, cause it's just like well, that was the thing. That's how it that sounds. Like that was yeah, that was the thing. It. When I heard when when they, when they played a beat, um, I think uh, fifteen hundred did that joint too, if I'm not mistaken. But when I when I heard the beat, in my mind, all I was saying was whether 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 Dre end up on it or 
when I was on the West Coast, when anything, I was like, man, I got to get, whatever I do, I got to give them an anthem. I got to give them a single. It's got to be a single. You know what I'm saying? Only thing with that, I was blown. Like, it wasn't, it, it never, I don't know if they put it out as a single. I feel like it was like, I was just waiting for the call for the video. You know what I mean? Because I just feel like it was a single word. But I just know, like, that label, it, you know, when the label gets involved and all that, it gets crazy. You know what I mean? But I just wanted to get him, like, a, I wanted to get him an anthem. Like, I was like, yo, if I'm going to do this, like, that was an opportunity. And you don't drop the ball with you know, in moments like that. Because I didn't know who was going to hear it. I didn't know they were going to end up saying, man, Dre going to jump on it or Dre want to take it, take the record. I was just, you know, so I so I, so I, I just was on my A game with it, you know? Yeah, you definitely did your thing on that. You've been in the game for a long time. Um, we talk about R&B is one of those things that just never dies. People say sometimes R&B dies, whatever, but I feel like, in any genre, this is one of the genres that live on forever because there's no age limit to where the oh, fans start all. thinking people phase out on it. And you at know all. what? This next album is what? Your eighth album, correct? Yeah, your album number eight. Yep. yep. So as far as the longevity, like what keeps you going um, at this point? Uh, I'm self-motivated, man. I'm self-motivated. Um, I'm ambitious. But more importantly, though, I still love what I do. You know what I mean? When you love what you do, it's, it's easy to just do it. I'm a workhorse. You know, I stay in there constantly making music, constantly making records. Like, you know, it's, it's um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a culture shifter. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's it. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand that. And, 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 and um, the fans, the music lovers, they keep me, they keep me going too. You know? Dope. Real dope. Um, the nickname, the Love King. Tell me about it, man. How 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 do you get coined the Love King, man? Oh um, man, that started out with a conversation with me and previous managers. Like, but I, you know, it's never about what I call myself, it's about what the world called me. So that's the world right. saying it. Mission accomplished. You know Love what I mean? King, Cause that's that's a big that's a big title to give yourself in the R and B game, man. The Love yeah. King, man. So yeah. I'm, I listen to your records and I'm like, all right, you know. I'm looking, I'm looking for that type of music. So, and that's exactly what you've been giving the fans. That's exactly, exactly what you've been giving us throughout the years, man. It's such uh, feel-good music. And um, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to be able to talk to you about this all. Yeah. Um, on another note, the versus battles, have you been tuned into them? Um, yeah, I have. I have. I, I, not all of them. Um, but, yeah, they, it, you know, they've been interesting. You know what I'm saying? Dope vibes. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, if you had a chance to do a versus battle, who mm -hmm. would you see yourself doing one against? Um, man, I you know anybody can get it. You know, <laughs> I got, I'm, I'm, I'm whoever they want to throw me in the mix with. Let's have it. You know what I mean? I welcome the call, and I would love to do it. And you know what I mean? Um, you know, I think it definitely would expose me to, um, more music lovers. You know what I'm saying? And anybody can get it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm open to whoever, whatever, whenever. Most definitely, man. It's been so big. It's been for the culture, and it seems like everyone's just get. It's just getting bigger and bigger. Um, everyone that they do. So it's good to see you all in that space as well. Yeah. Um, again, I appreciate you. Anything else you yeah. want to say to the people, man? And any information you want to give out as far as uh, you know, future coming shows or anything? Yeah, for sure. Um, once again, new singles out. Marvin used to say, 
available on all digital platforms. The new album, What a Time to Be in Love, produced by the colleagues, will be out November 20th. The pre-order will be up um, during the month of October. Um, look out for that. For more information on the album, the pre-order, and anything else I got going on movement-wise, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Raheem underscore Devon. Once again, that's Raheem underscore Devon. Uh, and um, yeah, man, I appreciate I appreciate the interview, and I look forward to possibly coming back, you know, in time in the near future. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. You can lock in because I, I I would love to be able to speak to you in the future about you know anything else you got going on, man. And uh, this is this is a special thing. I had two young ladies that when I posted the flyer of me doing an interview with you, they both commented, "I love Raheem Devon." And one of their names is Jody, and the other one name is Jessica. Can you please give them a shout out for me? Hey, big Miss Jody, Miss Jessica, Miss Jody and Jessica, Jessica and Jody is the love king of R&B. Love to you as well. Thank you for supporting the wave and the movement. And um, yo, I'm out here. I appreciate you. You keep me going. Love life. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for checking in with the Living Room Podcast, man. Uh, you know. Appreciate everything you got going. I can't say that enough, man. Well wishes to you. Thank you, bro. Love life. Peace. No problem. All right, now. Another one in the books, man. Y'all make sure y'all check out Raheem Devon's new single titled Marvin Used to Say. And he got that new album coming soon, man. So y'all be on the lookout for that. It's been a real joy for y'all. You know, just to be able to still support, man, and having y'all check in with me here at the living room. Shout out to Raheem Devon for checking in with me, man. And I'm going to keep the new content coming for y'all, the people, for the culture. Follow me on IG at J-A-S-H-A-A-D-904. That's Jashad904. And make sure y'all go follow Raheem Devon at Raheem underscore Devon on IG as well. Thank you. Another one in the books, man. And before you come in the living room, remember, take your shoes off.